uh, one of the ways that we have an opportunity to just really let the Word of God be ingrained in us. And one of the things we've been talking about is how we can all develop a spiritual routine. And how a spiritual routine is an opportunity every single day, whether it's for two minutes, five minutes, 20 minutes, or two hours, to just be able to pause, pray, and worship. And that routine will really serve like a rope, a rope that ties us and gives us a way back home every single day. And today we're going to have an opportunity to do something different where um, it's actually going to be a unique kind of Sunday. And um, on this Sunday, we're going to be reflecting together on the Word of God. We take an opportunity to do this, especially during the summers, to be able to just do something different, to change it up a little bit. So today, there won't be a sermon. Yay, you're probably excited, right? But you will be giving the sermon. We will be sermonizing and ministering to one another as we open up the Word of God today. And um, thank you so much for everyone that has served. Thank you for your prayers for my family throughout this week. Um, Charlotte is doing really well. She is uh, recovering well. The children, the uh, older children are just excited, head over heels for their new little brother. And uh, our, our baby can't wait to meet you all in the coming weeks. And so we're really, really grateful for that. So we're going to continue now in our time of worship by opening up the Word of God. And we'll be in the book of Psalms, chapter 18. Salmos 18, 1 al 6. And you can, I'll read in English for us. You can read in Spanish or the language of your heart as well. Um, Psalm 18, 1 to 6. And what we're going to do today is we're going to actually read this passage several times. We're going to take time to pray. And we're actually going to take time to reflect together. And as we read this psalm, we're going to be asking the question, what is God saying? What is God saying in this scripture that everyone should understand? What, is God, what does this scripture say about God? What does it say about people? And how can we respond in light of God's goodness and truth in this scripture? So what we're actually doing today is we're practicing what a spiritual routine looks like. What we're going to do today together, you can do at home, by yourself, with your family, with others. You can take an opportunity to pause, to pray, to reflect, and worship. And we're also going to have more opportunities to just reflect on worship together as a community today. So after we take time to reflect on the scripture, we're going to take time to just worship and remember God's timeless truths through song and praise. And then we'll reflect on the scripture again and then close out in praise and worship as well. So it's going to be something a little bit different, but my prayer is that it's a fresh way that we can engage the word of God this morning. So let's go ahead and open up to Psalm 18 verses 1 to 6. Psalm 18, verses 1 to 6. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord 
is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, I called to the Lord who is worthy of praise and I have been saved from my enemies. The cords of death entangled me, the torrents of destruction overwhelmed me, the cords of the grave coiled around me, the snares of death confronted me, but in my distress, I called to the Lord. I called to my God for help. And from his temple, he heard my voice. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you, Lord, for your presence, for your promises, and for your power that is with us now and always, Lord. God, I just pray that you, by the power of your Holy Spirit, would just descend on us today. Speak to us, God. Speak to us in a way that is fresh, in a way that is new, in a way that is unique this morning. Lord, we are here with open hands, with open hearts, with open minds for whatever it is that you would want to do this morning. Thank you, Lord, that you are a God who, who receives us, who meets us right where we are and takes us where we need to be, Lord. You are a God who is, is, um, is ahead of us, is behind us, and is alongside us, Lord, on this journey of life. And today, Lord, would you be our light? Would you be our guide in any seasons of anxiety or vulnerability that we may be feeling, Lord? We give it all to you. Take us to you, Lord, as we learned last week, that we cannot get to the promised land without going through the wilderness and the desert land, God. Thank you that you are with us and you are for us, Lord. We also pray today on behalf of our country and our world, Lord, especially, Lord, in light of all the legislative um, shifts and challenges and, uh, and opportunities and developments, Lord, that have come throughout this week. Some feel relieved, some feel distressed, some are rejoicing, some are grieving, Lord. We give it all to you. And Lord, as your people, we stand in the gap as your people. We are called to be the presence of Christ in all seasons and to live out the fruits of the Spirit, Lord to be Jesus' people, people that taste like Jesus in all circumstances, in all seasons, Lord God. We're rooted and grounded in you. Help us, Lord, to continue to live out that fruit of patience, peace, joy, love, kindness, and self-control. Help us, Lord, to be known as a people who love and care for our neighbors and our nearest neighbors. And Lord, for our context here, in our city, our community, our country as well. Give us, Lord, the tools to be who the Bible calls us to be, ministers of reconciliation, Lord. Speak to us through the power of your precious word, Lord. Tell us something new. Remind us of your promises. 
Be our refuge, be our strength, O God. May this psalm that we read this morning may not just be something we read and check off, but may it be our prayer to you this morning, Lord. We love you. We are here. We are open, God. Do something new today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, as I mentioned, we're in this series that we're calling Timeless Truths, where we're being reminded of God's timeless truths in all seasons. Um, and one way that we get to remember God's timeless truths is through, uh, is through the songs that we sing, the songs that we sing in the Bible, the Psalms, and also our songs of praise and worship. And today we're looking at Psalm 18, and we're just taking time to meditate on it. Really, that's what we do in our spiritual routine. We just take a moment to pause, to pray, to worship, and reflect. When we enter into a spiritual routine where we meditate on the Word of God, it's an opportunity to remember that you or I are not the center of the universe, but God is. It's an opportunity to put first things first and to keep the main thing the main thing. Again, developing a spiritual routine is what ties us back to reality. I shared with some of us, uh, with those of us that were here last week in person and online, what a spiritual routine is like with that illustration of, uh, of, uh, that, that I mentioned of people in a blizzard. Um, many years ago, up in northern Canada, before there was any heating or any air conditioning, what people had to do um, was uh, develop a, a fire every single uh, day to be, to be able to keep warm, especially in times of a blizzard. And what began to happen was in, in the midst of the blizzard, when people would go out to look for firewood, they would get so caught up in the blizzard that they couldn't find their way back home. So what people began to do is they began to tie a rope around themselves and tie it to the home, so that as they go out to, in search for firewood through the blizzard, they could use the rope to get back home. And that's what we're comparing to this idea of meditating on Scripture on a daily basis, to pausing, to praying, to, to, to worshiping, developing this spiritual routine to tie us back to reality, to bring us back home to God. And so what we're going to be doing today is going to be an example of that, of how we can find our way back home, back to the presence of God. And we're going to do that through this psalm that, that we've read here in Psalm 18. And, and I'm going to read it for us again. And Danny has the microphone ready for us here. And we're going to read it, pray it, let it seep in, let it sink into you this morning. And we're going to ask ourselves this question on Psalm 18. First, what does this scripture say? What should we all understand? What does it say? And then secondly, what does it say about God? What does it mean? What does it say about people? And then, we'll, and then on the final part, we'll, we'll have the question, what is the Lord saying to me? How can I respond to God's word here this morning? So we'll go ahead and read the psalm once again, Psalm 18, verses 1 to 6. 
And you can follow along in your Bibles or you can uh, hear me read it aloud. It should be on the, on the projector screen as well. Psalm 18, 1 to 6. Together, let's just pause and reflect on God's word. Psalm 18, beginning in verse 1. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My, my God is my rock in whom I take refuge. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I called to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I have been saved from my enemies. The cords of death entangled me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. Yet in my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help, and from his temple, he heard my voice. Amen. So in just a minute, Danny has the microphone here, and we're going to have an opportunity to dive deep into this scripture. And the, the question for us this morning will really be that. First and foremost, what does this say? What should we all understand about this scripture? And what does it say about God? So this is an opportunity, and we'll have, we'll have a chance to share, and we'll ask, since we want to hear as many people be able to share this morning, just limit your share to about two minutes and focusing on this passage here um, as well so that we all have a chance to be able to share. So those are the two questions. We've read the, the psalm now, and the question is, what is this scripture saying? One, and what does it say about God? So we'll start with those two questions here together. And go ahead and raise your hand. You can have your Bible right there. Let's keep the scripture up on the, on the screen so we can be referencing it. But let's start there. What does this scripture say? What is it even talking about? What, what is God's truth here that we should all understand? And then secondly, what does it actually say about the God that we worship? So let's go ahead and take a, a moment for that. And um, you can raise your hand and Danny will go ahead and, and pass the, the microphone to you based on this scripture. What does it say? What should we all understand? What does it say about God? So go ahead and raise your hand. And again, let's limit to about two minutes each and focus, keep it focused on this scripture. But what are we doing right now? We're all practicing what it means to have a spiritual routine, to pause, to pray, to reflect and worship. Do I see a mic? Okay, Eris. Hi. Um, wow, that's weird to hear myself through a mic. Um, so one of the things I got from this is, you know, the, it, it's a very common phrase we have is, I love you, Lord, my strength. Um, and sometimes when phrases are used over and over again, they kind of um, they become just phrases we use instead of holding meaning. Sometimes we forget the meaning attached to them. So I like looking for phrases that have the same meaning, but 
you know, aren't used as much, so sometimes they hit more. So I loved in verse four, um, in my translation, it literally says, the ropes of death entangled me. Um, and then it goes down into, I think it's in seven, um, my cry reached his ears, you know, he came to my rescue. And that says the same thing as, oh, my Lord, my strength, you know, we were, we are wrapped in our own sin. We are wrapped in our own, you know, knotted up so tightly. If you've ever had jewelry where it like wraps around itself in such a tight knot that it takes hours to, you know, separate it, (laughs) you know, God has taken that and he's taken the time and Mm. the patience and the generosity to give himself to us, to unwrap us in that way. And I love that. And I love that so much more than just, Oh, my Lord, my strength, which has the same exact meaning. Um, but it's much more visual. Um, and I think it speaks to the, the character of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Eris. Thanks for getting the ball rolling. That's what it means to engage the word of God. What is this saying? What does it say about the God that we worship? That he's a God who has mercy, who sees us in our mess and <laughs> disentangles us from our own entanglements at times as well. And there was so much more in that, and I thank you for sharing that. Others, let's go ahead and and share. What is this scripture, James? Hi, everybody. Um, This is one of my favorite psalms, too. I love this psalm a lot. But I think that um, in verse 2, when it's saying, um, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, Um, the rock in whom I take salvation, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, all these things. I think that sometimes, at least for myself, like, I feel like it's easier to believe these things, like, when I'm, like, on a, like, spiritual high than, like, in the normal, I started reading, my bad, (laughs) Um, but I think that it's, like, but these aren't things that God just does one time. Like, it's something, it, they're, all of these are, like, nouns that describe, like, who God is. Like, it's not just a verb that's, like, saying, like, what he does. And I think that um, it's really helpful to, like, go back to this and, like, again and again and again. Like, whether we feel close to God or whether we just feel, like, normal or whether we're in, like, harder times in our life. Like, it's, like, all these things aren't just things that are true, like, when we're singing a song or something like that. It's, like, a, a fact about who God is and something that we can just depend on God being, like, each of these things and being there for us. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, James. Not only about what God does, but who God is, is what this uh, psalm is reminding us. What this, these, again, are examples of timeless truths that we can hold on to in all seasons. Let's go ahead and hear from uh, one more or two more, and then we'll take time to reflect on, on, a, on a song, and then we'll come back to the psalm once again. Yes, Mandy. Um, so as I was reading it, um, where it says that I love you, Lord, my strength, I feel that not only that the love of God for us is our strength, but the love that we have for him, um, gives us the strength. Um, I find that sometimes when I'm, you know, in a spiritual battle, even though I'm tired in my mind, I'm just, I just keep going. I just keep going because I know that the more that I stay connected to him and his word and his truth is where I'm going to draw my strength from. Um, to get through whatever it is that he wants me to get through or to show me, um, you know, and equip me with, with what I need to to get through those certain, you know, spiritual battles that sometimes I don't even realize that I'm having, but I am, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, and through all the years, I, 
he is only the person, the entity that remains in this life. Everything else just sinks like sand. And um, when all your feelings, emotions, and um, situations in life come and go and come and go, he is the only one that remains. Um, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer in all seasons of life. Yes. Amen. He's our refuge, our strength, our rock. That's what God is saying to you and to us. And you even ministered to us in that. We have the opportunity to do that when we pause, when we pray, we reflect, and we worship. And um, we're going to have more opportunities to share. But right now, again, we're, we're uh, living out here an example of what a daily spiritual routine or a daily office looks like um, for each one of us. Again, it's more than just something we check off the mark of, okay, I read two verses or I did whatever that. It's a way to recenter ourselves back to God's truth, back to God's reality. And so I want you, right where you are, to go ahead and just continue to read that psalm as we reflect on this next song together. And for, for, the, for this time of uh, worship, you can go ahead and just have it be a prayer time for you as well. You can remain seated, you can uh, stand, you can kneel, you can do whatever the Lord calls you to, because again, this is part of the routine we're developing, a habit, a new habit, to pause, to pray, reflect, and worship. So let's go ahead and do that with this song as we all continue to reflect on Psalm 18, and we'll come right back to it.
That's what we're doing here in developing the spiritual routine through the timeless truths that we get to hold on to. And we're going to have an opportunity again to just read the psalm and reflect on these questions. What is God saying here? I'm going to read it for us once again. And um, we will just uh, take a few minutes and uh, reflect on it again together. And then we'll end with our time in worship. So let's go ahead and read Psalm 18, verses 1 to 6. Salmos 18, 1 al 6. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. My shield and the horn of my salvation. My stronghold. I called to the Lord who is worthy of praise and I have been saved from my enemies. The cords of death entangled me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. Yet in my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. And from his temple, he heard my voice. Amen. So again, we'll open up the, the, the microphone for us uh, as, as we just take an opportunity to practice together what it means to pause, to pray, to worship. And um, after doing this for a couple more minutes, we'll close in worship and close out our time together. But we wanted to give everyone an example of how to be able to do this and to know what the purpose of this spiritual routine is. It's to remember God on a daily basis. It's to connect with the Lord and to ask for his strength and for his peace throughout all of our days. Not just on Sunday. Sunday is the celebration of all that God has been doing throughout the week. But we're called to connect with him on a day-to-day -day basis. And we're asking God to guide us. This is just an example, but God will guide you in what your spiritual routine looks like. So again, Psalm 18 that we just read. What does this scripture say about God? What does it say about people? What is the Lord saying to you? So let's hear from a few more, and then we'll be able to uh, put it all before God as we pray and close out in worship. Psalm 18, what does it say about God? What does it say about people? What is God saying to you through this passage? And again, so if we have an opportunity to have others uh, share, let's focus on the psalm and keep it to about two minutes. Yeah. Do we have the mic? Okay, yeah. So many times um, yes, things Nancy. are understandable in different words and different things. And I've been spending a lot of time in the Psalms this last few months. And actually Eugene Peterson's uh, description and embellishment and some learning a little bit more about history and how I relate to my history. <laughs> and um, I do understand that I don't have to understand everything, mm -hmm. but to learn to trust. Yeah. And that's been a very big one for me. Mm -hmm. um, 
to who to trust, and now I know whose I am. Amen. And um, it's hard getting over the other way, trying to be a chameleon, to be whatever anybody wants you to be, mm. and to be what he says I am. Yes. And this is what um, I know where, whom I believe, and I know who I am trusting. And not that it's easy, but it's much easier than doing it without him. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, man. Thank you, Nancy. Nancy, <laughs> our wonderful grandmama of the church that we love and cherish. Thank you so much. And that's next level faith, understanding that I don't need to understand, but that I can trust. Wow. Thank you, Nancy. Others, let's hear from a couple more, and then we'll close. Yeah, Michelle. And after this, I'm going to ask some of the men to step up, okay? This happens. <laughs> Thank you, James, for, for being the example. And, uh, and we need a, a couple of other uh, male voices, but no, we rejoice in all that God is doing. Yes, Michelle, what does the scripture say? Um, so I was just reading at the top of the psalm and, and given a little bit of context when um, David was writing this. And it says that he sung the Lord the words of this song when the Lord delivered him from the hand of, of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. And then if we go to verses um, 5, 6, and 7, you know, the, he says, The cords of the grave coiled me. Comf the death confronted me. I called the Lord. Everything is in past, right? So he was just, this was a song of victory, of like, now I am delivered. Now I'm not in danger anymore. However, this, as we go through all um, in First Samuel and, and, uh, and a lot of the songs, psalms when David was in the wilderness, right? When David was not here yet. Mm -hmm. And, and what, what if, if our song right now is, you know, as a victory, as David is writing it here. But if we're in the wilderness and we're going through all those moments, so just kind of like I was reflecting of this song and what a beautiful words to say to the Lord, but are those the words that I'm telling in, in the middle of the wilderness in my life? Mm -hmm. If what is the Lord really doing and, and kind of like what you were saying and, and Nancy was saying, right, like our faith into the next level of one is to know, yes, the Lord is with me and, and even in the darkness, he's still there. Amen. And in another yes. le level, it's like, well, Lord, I don't understand. I don't want it to be here, but you are my rock, my savior. Yes. So, so it's like, as we are in the wilderness or in the victory, what is the Lord really shaping our faith to? Right? Why do we have to let go? And what do we have to bring back or hold on to? Right? So um, I just... You know, love that David was writing these beautiful words in season, you know, in victory season and out of a victory season. He was always um, had a heart for the Lord. And, and that's what I desire also in my life. So. Amen. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Sister Michelle, for that word. Worshiping God in all seasons, in the wilderness, and when we're rejoicing. And even when we, we don't feel it, knowing that this is God's truth. Uh, so James talked about like the spiritual Speak high. into the mic. Oh. Yeah. James talked a little bit about the <laughs> spiritual high and even just being kind of like stable in your faith. And then Eric talked about the words and just how repeated they can be. 
And I think when, um, when you're on a spiritual high or when you are stable, it's easier to read those words and be like, oh yeah, that makes sense, obviously. Like, God is the rock, right? Uh, but when you need that protection or you need that hideout or that strength that it talks about, uh, and it's a real conscious, like, I feel helpless, even though that's hopeful words, it can be hard to accept them or to really grasp them. There feels like a disconnect. But uh, at the end of the, at the end of the passage we read, the way my Bible uh, writes it is, my cries bring me right to him, right into his presence, a private audience. And I think that's pretty powerful because even when you like might feel a disconnect from the words, when you do still need that strength or that, that hideout or that safety, you don't really have a disconnect from the words. You actually have a private audience. Mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Zach. Yes. Now we'll open it up once again to everyone. Yeah, but um, what else? What is God saying here? Yes. Brother John, Grandpa John. I think for me, um, David was um, God's chosen. And David recognizes how much he needs the Lord um, in, in for his salvation, for his protection. Mm -hmm. um, and then I look back at myself and, and we as men always think, well, we're the rock and we're the, <laughs> you know, we're, 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 you know, we, we take care of, we're, we manage our homes and our, we take care of our family and that sort of thing. But David's turning around and saying, you know, I'm nothing without you, God. And you are my salvation. You are my fortress. You're the place for safety. And so for us as men, we need to be um, humble enough to recognize that we go to God for safety. Yes. That we, that we don't rely on it ourselves. Mic drop from Grandpa John, right? <laughs> Spiritual mic drop on that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and we're all ministering to each other today. It's not ourselves. We go to God. We go to one who is able, who is greater. Let's hear from others. We'll, we'll have a couple more, and then we'll conclude with worship, with reflecting on a final song. What does this uh, scripture say about God, about uh, people, to you this morning? Yes, Christine, Sister Christine. Um, what really me when I read this is how... Um, David felt so possessive about uh, about God. I like the use of my strength, my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my strength, my shield, and my stronghold. So this makes me think of the God who is all-powerful and who created heaven and earth as mine. And that just gives me so much comfort and that gives me so much strength, knowing that he is, he is all-powerful and he is all these things to me. Thank you so much, Christine. Yeah, um, let's go ahead and hear from one or two more and then we'll conclude our time of ministering to each other as we pause, we've reflected on the word of God. Who else? What does this scripture say about God? What is it saying to you? 
What should we all understand about God's living word this morning? Margarita and then Danny, and I think we'll, we'll, we'll finish with that. <clears throat> As I read this verse here on 6, when it says, In my distress, I called upon the Lord. Now I'm reading out of uh, New James Version, so I hope you don't mind. Um, and it says, my, In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and I cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple. And my cry came before him, even to his ears. Now, as it's my, to my knowledge that David was after God's own heart. And, and his life represents all the distress. And he had a lot of distress. And I believe that we all, after God's own heart. And, it, and his is to remind, I believe this message is, God is there. He's, he's never left. And, and, and through, as his life it shows, has many struggles as we do ourselves mm -hmm. with going after God's heart, but yet coming short. Mm. But it shows that he is our rock. He's always going to be our rock. Mm -hmm. And he will never forsake us or leave us. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Margarita. He is our rock, our refuge, will never leave us or forsake us, even despite us at times. And we'll have our brother Danny uh, conclude us, and then we will all um, close out our time with a final worship song and a final praise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I feel like I'm just going to echo a lot of what a lot of you already said, but uh, for me personally, um, the context, like Michelle was saying, is, is he's running from Saul, and um, he finally comes to a place of recognition. Again, it's funny, I didn't know this was the passage we were going to be reading, and, and a lot of what I was thinking about this morning, as I said, was the, the act of response, mm -hmm. right? the response that we have uh, to, to how good God is. Amen. Amen. I feel like this, this, uh, this psalm is, is a perfect example of that, right, um, with all the beautiful words poetic ability that David had to, to just express and respond um, to the goodness of God. Uh, we were yes. singing earlier, um, break down all the walls of my tradition, shake the grounds of my religion. Um, and for me, my mind goes to the habits that we have. Whenever we're in distress or in dissonance, we go. We tend to go to things, right? Certain things, certain habits. Uh, some of us just close off from the world. Some of us uh, go in crazy and try all kinds of things. And <laughs> we, we hide. We hide behind things that are not good for us, right? And this is just the the great reminder that Jesus is the real answer mm -hmm. for life's real problems, right? And I think sometimes, like maybe Eris was talking about. We can, we can think of faith and of the Bible and of God as this mystic, faraway thing. It's like elevated. It's lofty, mm -hmm. right? But, but the beautiful thing about David's relationship with God was it was, it, it was like this, right? Um, Moses, I think, is also someone else that we can look to. And, and the Bible says that God would talk to Moses mouth to mouth, face to face, right? God talked to Moses in a way he didn't talk to anybody else. And 
I think the call to us and the beautiful thing to us is we because we have now have the Holy Spirit to be invited into the realization that God is not far away. Amen. Amen. Yes. So, yeah. God. Amen. Yeah. God is not far away. That's the note. That's the timeless truth reminder that we're remembering today. God is near. He is with us. He is for us. Let's go ahead and pray as we prepare to close. God, we thank you because our songs, our prayers, our meditations, Lord, our praises, all of that, Lord God, is a reminder that you are with us, God, that you are near. You are not far away. Even when you feel far away, Lord, in times of wilderness, in times in the desert, God, you are near, Jesus. And Lord, I pray that by your Holy Spirit, you would help us all develop a habit like we just practiced today in community, a habit of a spiritual routine, God, to be able to pause, to pray, to reflect, and worship, and to have that rope bring us back home, bring us back to reality, God. Thank you, Lord, that you are our guide that will never leave us, God that you are our strength, Jesus. We have fed on your word. We have ministered to each other this morning through your precious word, Lord. I pray that that would build up self-confidence for all of our congregants here in person and online that you can do this. You are called to do this, to enter into God's presence, to dive deep into his word, and to minister and bless those around you. Thank you, God. And now as we conclude with a joyful song, God, of worship, we give it all to you, Lord. You have many names. You have the name Jesus, Lord, the one who God sent. You have the name Adonai, Lord God, the one we give praise to, the one that has been faithful to, to, to your people generation after generation. So God, as we lift up this final song, would you receive it, Lord, as a sweet aroma and may it serve to us as a reminder of your timeless truth that you are with us, you are for us, and you are never far away, God. You draw near to those who draw near to you and that's what we're doing today, Lord, as we conclude our time of worship. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let's stand and let's lift up a joyful noise as we conclude our time of worship today. Amen.